The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back once again to Brutal Nation for the Wednesday episode. <laughs> I'm your host, the illustrious, the awesome, the totally fabulous. Scott Alexander, right across from me is the one and the only Tammy, the Sasquatch Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Hi, everybody. I'm trying to find more and more creative ways to introduce you because, you know. I'm fabulous. Just just when I think I can get more, I can't get any more fucked up, then I go, ha, ha hold my beer. <laughs> Look at my hold little on. basset hound. <laughs> oh, my God. I love your basset. <laughs> he is so stupid. <laughs> but um no i just had to finish texting my brother so good luck everybody else good luck everybody else all right today's my day and i got charlie chop off which i had never even fucking heard of this and i'm pretty i didn't either until i was making the list well and i'm pretty up on it anything from like the 70s on through because that's big serial killer time yeah this is one that fell through even my cracks. Yeah. Of going, hey, you know, just kind of, because I know a bunch of useless fucking information about this shit. You know, <laughs> just like. We could totally wipe out on Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, we could. We could like, totally. If we had a serial killer version of, ooh, of Jeopardy. Oh, Dude, yeah. that would be such a good game to play with all of our friends, make up questions about serial killers. If it was on. And the- you and I, like, lead a team. That would, Family feud. That would be fucking horrible for everybody else because seriously, I'd be like, I will take that serial killer there for everything that we have. And daily double. Time. True daily double, Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today I got Mr. Charlie Chopoff. Let's do a little cultural background. Charlie Chopoff is an unknown serial killer who claimed the lives of five young boys in Harlem, New York, between 1972 and 1973. Wow. Yeah. So Harlem, during the 70s, was deeply rooted in that, a really tight-knit culture. So all the cultures kind of, you know... It's just, it, it, yeah, because isn't Harlem, like, African-American, like... Yeah, got a lot of African American. It's, it's a large African American, but even like the Jews. And, oh yeah, and you know, and the Irish. It's, it's, everybody really bonds to that, mm-hmm. uh, to that uh, their their cultural heritage. Right. But largely in Harlem, it's largely black. Yeah. So it's black. You throw it back. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't remove me from fucking Spotify. Yeah, we're in trouble. Harlem experienced dark times with a ma- with a mass exodus uh, of the middle class, which largely left only the poor, uneducated, and unemployed. Vacant lots riddled the landscape. Drug addiction ran rampant at ten times that of New York City's uh, average. Oh wow! Because Harlem's one of the five boroughs. Right, I knew that. Okay, if, if people don't know the New York City area, there's five boroughs to to New York City. Right, um, and Harlem is one of them. Yeah. Harlem would become the drug trafficking center of the country within a few years. Wow. Violent crimes were an, they, they were an everyday potential reality. Yeah. However, this did not prepare the public for what was about they were about to endure. So let's talk about some victims, shall we, boys and girls? On March 9th of 1972, Douglas Owens, who was eight years old, was found stabbed 38 times Ooh. in the fucking neck, chest, and back. Ow! 
Well, get this shit. His penis was virtually severed. Wow. It was hanging on only by a small flap of bloody skin. His shoes were removed, and he may have been sexually assaulted as well. It's the 70s. They don't have a lot on rape kits yeah, and things like that. Yeah, forensics, yeah. And, and, and with, with all the damage that's done to this, the, you know, to young uh, Douglas here at eight years old, an eight-year-old's not very big. Yeah. So if an adult has taken 38 stab wounds to the neck, back, and chest, mm-hmm. it's going to do a shit ton of damage. Yeah. Plus the evisceration to the, uh, to the penis. Um, you know, I can see where they can say, okay, he... May or may not have been, but I would venture I would to probably he say he was because of the damage to to his sex organs. Yeah, I was going to say, due to the sexual component of the emasculation, you could almost imagine that he was. Right, right. Now, I want to throw this in before we continue with the rest of them, is that my researcher told me, dude, you need to read this, because we're, we're doing a, a pre-production thing on the phone, and she's, well, this one here attacked kids, and then out of my mouth... I feel bad. I read under the riot act. Like, God damn it. Why the fuck do you pick kids? I don't do kids. I hate doing anything about kids because the people who do this to children, I get so pissed and so emotional. And she said, I'm sorry. It was on your list. And I said, fucking Tammy. <laughs> that twat. Doing this shit to me. It's not that I did it on purpose. I just it on purpose. split them up. Yeah. Give me the children. You know what? Be glad I give you some really good ones anyways, because I read them going, oh, I want that so bad. I'll give it to Scott. Well, she did tell me, she said, she said, look, read it over. That way there, at least you're prepped. Yeah. You know, and you're not, you're not going into this not knowing what this is about. Yeah. Which reminds me, you didn't call me on Friday. I took a nap. I got home because my son wasn't home. And I experienced something I haven't experienced in a long time. Silence. It was great. It was freaking. Yeah, I but sit- you usually call me on your way back from your overnight. I could have. I got home at like nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, I actually sat down and started learning two uh, Pearl Jam songs just because I've always wondered how to play them. I started learning how to play the song Black and uh, and Garden. Oh, um, then I started looking at uh, Ugly Kid Joe's version of Cats in the Cradle. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's it's a damn good song. Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. Yeah, and I actually. Little side note: I really thought that the song "Garden," which is on the uh, their uh, Pearl Jam's uh, album Ten, their first release, was way more complicated than it is. Oh! Until I pulled the sheet music and I'm looking at it going, "Get the fuck out! Are you really seriously? There's two chords. <laughs> and it's, it's 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 like A minor and G. That's it. That's that's it." But for some reason, because the intro having uh, like a step down in it, goes oh yeah. My brain put that like those are like there should be seven chords oh. in the whole thing. That's a bizarre thing. Okay, so let's get back on with the victims. <coughs> me, me, me. Sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> I love doing that shit to you just to get that face, that look. Okay. April 20th, another black youth ten, uh, who was 10 years old was repeatedly stabbed in the neck and the back. He was sexually assaulted and his shoes removed. His genitals were severed and carried away by the attacker. Because they weren't okay. found around the body, so yeah. you know somebody had to take them. 
They were found in a nearby park where a group of children were playing with them. The genitals? With the genitals. I knew that one would get you. Remarkably, though, this young boy survived. He was he described his attacker as uh, as his late thirties, Hispanic or Italian. Damn Italians! Not dark or light skinned, and with a pockmarked face, who walked with a limp. Maybe his pecker was all fucked up too. That makes no sense. But go ahead. He had a mole on the left side of his face, as well as a as black spots on his chin. Um. The attacker referred to himself as Michael and lured him with the promise of 50 cents. That's ludicrous. That's a ludicrous. Two pack of him and then for 50 cents? That ludicrous. <laughs> That's still Sorry. one of my favorites. <laughs> I know. I wasn't going to put the Tupac in it, but whatever. I really, honestly, I feel bad thus far for this 10-year-old because, yeah, he survived, which is great that you live. Yeah, lived. but he's like... Emasculated now. Yeah, that's a light. You're ten years old. You've been emasculated. You've got no genitals left. And this is in the seventies. It's not like they can like you know reconstruct reconstruct it. it. Um, you know, you might live to be eighty years old. Yeah. And part of a man being a man is his manhood. Is your manhood? Yeah. And I've I brought this up before. Like even when they put me on those new pills, and then my dong didn't want to work quite right. I tell you, man, something happens to you when that shit happens. Like, one, you get super more depressed, and you know, you're like, why even take the pills? I'm even more depressed. But you kind of start just feeling bad about life because it's, it's your manhood that we're talking about here, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah feel, I just, yeah, no. I feel bad for the kid. Fuck. So whoever you are, random child who's known, whose name wasn't listed, dude, seriously, I feel bad for Kudos. you, buddy. October 23rd, nine-year-old Wendell Hubbard vanished from the courtyard behind his residence where he was playing. His, his mom ordered him to come inside from the window. When he failed to do so, she reported him missing. He was found by three boys on the roof of an East Harlem tenant block, stabbed 17 times in the neck, back, and his abdomen. Only six blocks from where Owen's body was discovered. I think, was Owen's the first one? Did we forget to put something? Oh, no, that's the, that's the very first one. Okay, we're on track. I just thought there was a fuck up. We're good. My bad. He was sexually assaulted and his penis severed and taken by the attacker. There were no witnesses. Despite the similarities, police did not link the cases with the others. Can I interject with that right there? What the fuck are you doing? It's a dry erase marker. <laughs> Fucking Pollock. Okay, interject. Let me light this cigarette, because already this thing's pissing me off. Ow. I don't think the cops wanted to link them. I don't think they did either. So far, you have three young, black, poor children. Yes. It's obviously linked. And From the same area. Yeah, they're all from the same area. They've all been... Emasculated. Emasculated. They've all been sexually assaulted. They've all been stabbed multiple times in the neck, back, chest, and now the abdomen. And they're, oh, we can't leak that. That's just a, what a quirky thing. And it's, once again. There is no coincidence, people. <laughs> once again, it's a great example mm-hmm. of cops considering others 
throwaway. Oh, yeah. Given that it's the 70s and the black, mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, granted, yes, our black listeners, I do pick on you guys a lot, but I pick on everybody. It's, he picks on me a lot, too. It, it's not that I don't love y'all, okay? I love... Do you love me, too? No. <laughs> Sasquatches don't count. Um, but My life matters. They're, they're looking at these three kids like these are just throwaway people. So yeah. Just, just like if the same thing would have happened to hookers, they probably would have done the yeah. same thing. They're only hookers. Who cares? Yeah. Well, and the sad part is, is my episode tomorrow is in the 2000s, and 2014, actually, and it happened in England. My Friday is about hookers, too. Well, mine's not about hookers, but it's about, you know. Oh, throwaway people. But yeah, yeah it's, it's about the police turning a blind eye. It, it's saddening and disheartening when people look at yeah. others based on their financial situation. Yeah, their ethnicity, their financial situation, anything. Yeah, and, and, and the area of which they live. Yeah, human life is a human life, period. Yeah, exactly, you know, especially when it comes to children. Yeah. Like, for real, I bitch about kids a lot because generally I just don't like very many children. However... It's because they're all entitled little assholes lately. However, with that said, I don't believe that any child should be harmed. True. You know, not even the ones that live next door to me, the Mexicans, because I do hate them. It's yeah. With, with, every, with every fiber. Weird today. Yeah. They did that yesterday. Why? And I had to get fucking turned around twice. Why? Why not? Just be a fucking cunt. That's why. Because I couldn't even turn around. I yeah, had to. Just fucking twat. Get, call immigration on her. <laughs> She's probably born in L.A. too. <laughs> oh, no. I think that she. I think the INS is a knock on her door. Anywho's. <laughs> Ice. Ice, exactly. baby. <laughs> Where's Trump when you need him, man? I need your ice people, buddy. <laughs> Go. <laughs> yeah, just get him down here. Please, for the love of God. Sort this all out. Keep him in prison for about three years. Yeah. <laughs> March 7th of 1973. Now, and then we're going to change up the ethnicity a little bit. We have a Louise Ortiz, a nine-year-old dark-skinned Puerto Rican from Puerto Rico. Uh, he had gone to get some milk and some bread from the market. He was found in the basement uh, stairwell of an apartment house along his route to go to the store, right? Hmm. Ortiz was stabbed 38 times. Want to guess where? That's right. The neck, the chest, and the back. His penis was removed and taken away. One block away from where the surviving victim was attacked, police, uh, that's where they found him. It was about a block away wow. from where that guy who survived, the kid who survived, was attacked. <clears throat> so, obviously... Yeah, there's an obvious thing, but uh, I don't even know if the police are fucking giving a shit. Police believe due to Ortiz's dark complexion, he was mistaken for being black. I can see that. I can see that too, right? Multiple witnesses saw him talking with a man and were able to help the police with a composite. The suspect was slender, Hispanic, between the ages of 30 and 40, Five foot ten, and had a mole on his cheek, like the survivor had said. Right, the Ortiz family returned to Puerto Rico after young Lewis's murder. They're hmm. like, "Fuck this, we're going back to Puerto Rico." Yeah. So that's his victims, mostly black. One that could have been—he was very dark skinned. Yeah. Probably mistaken. Yeah, which is odd that he was a lighter complected person. No, he was darker skinned. It said he was a No, skin. the the murderer. Yeah, a little bit outside of his racial yeah. profile. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe he was like a fucking I don't know, KKK member but like more Hispanic Italian. 
could be. Is there an Italian or Hispanic KKK version? You're asking me? Should you Look, not make just, other phone calls here, buddy? <laughs> just because I'm wearing a white robe and hood? <laughs> it's a blue robe, but... Oh, you're higher up on the food chain. <laughs> the red robe is a grand one. I was going to say, shouldn't you just like be making other phone calls and not asking me, who probably, has probably no idea what's going on? calls from my family members. <laughs> fucking idiots, man. It's, that's why I don't call them, to be honest. Because it always... It's dropping the N-word a lot. And how they're ruining the country, and then they talk about the Jews and everybody else, and it's just it's it, it, it's a pool of fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just a wow. whole fucking ocean of stupid. That's how I feel every time you talk to me. <laughs> I'm gonna drop my pants to show you my brown eye again. Do you want that? No. 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 You no, don't. Do I, you? I don't need to talk in my sleep again tonight. <laughs> so let's talk about the public response. The public and the media were outraged uh, uh, at at this point oh, regarding I bet. the police seeming. Uh, inactively, you know, to find the killer. They're yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. And that's exactly what I said earlier. They, they're all yeah, they were it. treating them all as one-offs. I'm glad I'm on the right track here because I skimmed over this, so I kind of knew, I read the victims, mm-hmm. so I kind of knew what was happening. I didn't read the rest of it. Thank you, researcher, for, pro- for prepping me. So public meetings were held. A group of kids made a video warning other children not to talk to strangers. The beginning, basically, of stranger danger. Yeah, the PSAs and everything. Right. Did they air them on PBS? Maybe. With conjunction, junction. Junction, yeah. That's my function. I miss Me the, too. Saturday night, uh, the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, Electric Company. Um, hey, you guys. Remember that? Right. I remember those, but I was thinking more of the what they had uh, for the Saturday morning cartoons. But I'm just a bill. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting on Capitol Hill. You know, things, things, I fucking love I that know. shit. Saturday morning cartoons were like the bomb diggity. They were freaking awesome. And, and now, knowing is half the battle. And now, not so much. Not so much. Now we're in a freaking anime Pokemon. We don't really have that so much anymore. I mean... I know, but remember how when we were kids, how we would just like sleep in on Saturday mornings and everything for those of us who every no. once in a while could. I mean, we didn't very often either, but every once in a while we could sleep in on a Saturday and we'd get up and in our little jam jams, eating our cereal in front of the TV, watching Saturday morning cartoons. I slept in my underwear and a t-shirt. I had jam and, jams. Yeah. <laughs> now I have jam jams because I'm a fucking adult and I can have a onesie. Damn right. Thank Feeling you. pretty damn good. All right. So let's get on with this, right? We'll get this. March 9th of 73, a year after the first killing, police finally publicly announced the murders were related. You think? Oh, gee, a big fucking shocker there, huh, cop shop? Just fucking Christ, you morons. Investigators created a 10-person homicide team. Oh, only 10. And I'll bet just because the, the you know everybody in Harlem is sitting there going, um, no, it's because he targeted a Puerto Rican. That could have been, but I think mm-hmm. the the public outcry contributed a lot to that. That could have. During this time period, honestly, I find that a lot of things are are publicly and politically motivated. So it's it's the public outcry and uh, and politi- and and politics that probably fed this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were now 50 detectives working the case. Oh, so yes, they, upped, they it. upped it. That was mighty kind of them. Mighty nice of you, Harlem PD. 
Mighty white of ya. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Fucking white. So they people. go from, I mean, 10 people. I still think that a lot of it had to do with the fact that they targeted a Puerto Rican. No, probably. Yeah. Because even though it right it's there. still a minority, it wasn't, uh, Puerto Rican wasn't frowned on a pu- as much as, as, much as African American. Yeah. Were, yeah. You know, during the, during, well, from the 70s on back, black folks didn't have a good run of it. No. You know, some still don't. Yeah, Some areas I they agree. still don't. I agree, and it's, yeah. it's it's really it's just fucked up. Anyway, Hi, baby. they did a door door search from 86th Street to 110th Street, wherever the wow. fuck that is. I I haven't hung out in Harlem. I haven't either, but they processed 300 tips, interviewed and investigated 150 suspect suspects, and reviewed 10,000 police records. Of known sex offenders. Now, this tells me this was political. This is all political. Epstein. Oh, sorry. (laughs) He didn't kill himself. We all know that. (laughs) No. Oh, wait a minute. You can't kill yourself and break your hyoid bone. It's impossible. Uh, We 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 got a fucking. No, but I heard Kate Brown has some information about that. Yes, exactly. Doesn't Inslee too? Don't her and Inslee have something? Both. They have some deep yeah. information. That's what I've heard uh, regarding Hillary Clinton. We support you, Hillary. But really, we've heard Kate we Brown do. and Inslee don't have an agenda. <laughs> yeah, please don't murder us. <laughs> since we got a worldwide, you know, my son and I were laughing about listeners. that yesterday. <laughs> <clears throat> so they also asked Interpol, uh, Interpol. For files in case in case the killer was a foreign national, okay. see this is totally fucking political. Very much so. They're just beating yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Though the public was mostly supportive of the police attempts, they were not very optimistic in regards to the effectiveness. Yeah, because it's a year later. Well, and they were grasping at straws. They weren't doing anything that would. They they're would, putting on a good show. Yeah, they weren't That's doing anything that would, fucking that would for produce the black results. Community right there is they're just putting yeah. on a big show. And I, I want to reiterate to everybody that doesn't know me, no, I don't support things like Black Lives Matter and things like that. But yeah. right is right. Yeah. And wrong is wrong. Yeah. And them ignoring this case and, you know, like a year later finally coming out and going, hey, the yeah. cases are connected. Well, we ran into that problem with the Grim Sleeper, remember? Yeah. No, How exactly, the authorities yeah. didn't even tell anybody what was going on to warn the community what was happening. Right. I, I, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Pissing yeah. me the fuck off. I knew I was going to get pissed when I read this. I knew it. I knew. I was warned. Just, Scott, you're going to get upset. Scott, you okay. Can, there are a lot. Of, I mean, even ones that are like grotesque and shit, the, the ones I know you like love, I still know at one point. I will read through them sometimes, and I will know at exactly what point you will get pissed. I'll Jesus. get her. All right. The residents of Harlem had a long history of being treated as second-class citizens in investigations of crime. Well, we know that, and I just now said that. Barbara Rosenthal who lived on the street where Ortiz was killed, said, fear of the police was almost as great as the fear of the killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because during the 70s and shit like that, you know, uh, and and prior, uh, black people kind of got their asses kicked by cops kind of a lot. It was kind of a very oh, yeah. common thing. Like, you know, well, like like the joke that you're always making, you know, uh, being black without a license. Oh, yeah. Walking. A, yeah. Driving while black. Yeah. Driving while black. Things like that. Your son has angel sex sway. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw that when I came in this morning. And I'm like, bow? oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was given to her as a gift. And it was still in the box. And then she decided I left my bedroom door open. Oh, so she got into it? 
came home to a ripped up box and fucking just like, well, take the bone. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you want to keep it for yourself. <laughs> hey, what I do in the privacy of my own home with two gallons of fucking lubricant is my business. Hey. And a giant right. bone. <laughs> and a giant bone of my own. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Residents, including children, started arming themselves. School children acted out uh, the murder on the playground and coined the name Chop Off Charlie. The media ran with that moniker. Okay, so... Kids are acting this out. Kids do fucked up things. Okay, maybe not girls do fucked up things, but us, us boys. Oh, that's true. We do some fucked up shit. You would think you wouldn't <laughs> act out somebody chopping off your nu- your naughty nuggets. Yeah, I would your just, naughty nuggets. Well, like here's the thing: like as an adult, I'm grossed out by it, but as a kid, I would probably be enamored with it and make jokes. Oh, probably because that's honestly that's my defense mechanism on everything. That's why I make so many jokes. I yeah, I know. Totally my thing. So on August 17th, this is the last victim. Okay. Eight-year-old Stephen Cropper was repeatedly slashed with a razor on the roof of a tenement block. His chest looked like mincemeat. He died from blood loss uh, from the slashing of an artery in his arm. His genitals were intact. Note the change in the MO. I don't think it was him. We'll get to that. Police initially... Because you said slash, not stab. Exactly. Police initially thought there might be two killers, but ruled this out thinking that it was too coincidental to have two slashers attacking young black boys and operating in the same area at the same time frame. Yeah, that was before Bond and Kraft and Kearney. Which, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I brought that up to my researcher when we were discussing this. She said, I just thought it was weird because how often do you see two people targeting the same victim? Said, oh, let me tell you okay, about these three. There was Kraft, Kearney, and Bonin. And then uh-huh. in the 70s, look at all the freaking South the South Side, Side Slayers. Slayers. Yeah, yeah, in California, too. Yeah, and I told her, it's, it's not unheard of. It's yeah. uncommon. It is uncommon, but we but have seen it. It's not unheard of. Um, and then there's a side note. All huh, right. We've seen multiple serial killers with the same victim pool and overlapping hunting grounds before. Yes, we Which have. I just said, okay, so I didn't even need to read that. I was way ahead of the game here. <laughs> Witnesses who came forward remembered seeing a man resembling the sketch wearing a white shirt, dark pants, and sneakers talking to young boys. Hey, little boy, do you like candy? I'm a priest from the Catholic Church. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong victim. Po- and, I, and I live across the street from Squatch. <laughs> and I live across the street from... We Although he's a- an Irish Catholic Oh, oh this should go like this. <laughs> Who likes his alcohol? <laughs> you should come over for the sausage fist. Yeah, he really imbibes whiskey during when he does performs marriages and yeah he's Jesus. known to get a little tipsy that is freaking awesome yeah i got a little respect for him but yeah. i imagine you gotta get <laughs> a little drunk when you're molesting altar boys go we so get sued by the catholic church <laughs> dude we're gonna get sued by everybody <laughs> august 21st police brought luis alberto gonzalez a 22-year-old unemployed Hispanic male, in for questioning after he was seen loitering in the area. He was looking for work. He matched the composite of the suspect, though. Police determined quickly he was innocent. However, his name got out to the media who released it to the public. And, of course, we've seen this so many times before where people are fucking innocent and the media goes, they found our guy. And now, Oh, yeah, the media will run with it. Yeah, Louise's life is now... Toast. Yeah. 
fucked. Yeah. Because of what the media always fucking does. It makes everybody yeah. live in fear. It gives you the most negative outcome. And then when they go, hey, you were wrong, they go, oh, well. Fuck, okay. Yeah, and that retraction's right. printed on page 10 on the bottom. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll and not on the front page. Oh, our bad. Sorry. Yeah. Not, not a big deal. What's the next story? They don't give a shit. Yeah. And it's gotten worse since they were bought out by major companies that it's all about money now. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started about political agendas and fucking money. Mm-hmm. The local residents surrounding, surrounded the station demanding that he be turned over to them. Police put up barricades, but rioters stormed the station, scaling the roof and the police cruisers. Traffic was diverted, and the news crews rushed into the scene, of course. The whole thing had a lynch mob vibe. Yep. (laughs) Gonzalez had to be smuggled from the president's, from the premises, disguised as a police officer. Wow. So, we got, I think these are related victims. Okay, it says last victims, or no suspects, I'm sorry. Come on, different section. August 29th, Daniel Olivio... Yeah, Daniel Olivio uh, convicted of sex- was convicted of sexually assaulting a five-year-old Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican boy in, the, in Bronx Park. Make a change. Sorry. There we go. The boy managed to escape, and he ran to his father. That should have been the end of it, because it was one of my kids. They wouldn't have made it to the gossip, yeah, to no be honest. Shit, yo. I would have been saying he fell several times. Up, on a knife. On a knife. And then upstairs and then fell again. It was just amazing. Isn't that odd? Olivia was found hiding in some bushes. He matched the description of the murder, of the murder suspect. Uh, yeah, another one that matches, Because right? he was. Because he was. Latino. Hispanic male. <laughs> thin with a pockmarked face and walked with a limp. However, he had a strong alibi as he wasn't even in the country. Oh, well, there the you go. At the time of the murder. You know, I can just see the fucking cops going, grab the dark man. He's got to be the guy. No, we can't fuck this up twice, can we? Oh, yeah, I guess we can. Okay. Yeah. Shit. So, final suspect arrested and the evidence. May 15th of 1974, Enro Soto, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, was arrested after a failed attempt to abduct a Puerto Rican boy. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. The crowd... The crowd, with the murder still fresh in their mind, detained him until police arrived. Oh, like Richard Ramirez. You know, <laughs> I got to give it up to this crowd because... Well, they, you know what? He's lucky they didn't <laughs> kill him. I don't think I would have restrained myself. Yeah. I just got to be honest with that. But that's how Richard Ramirez got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was seized by the public until police got there. Yeah, they're like, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> Give me a bottle. Essay. You don't go nowhere, Essay. Give me a bottle. Pseudo <laughs> had previously, in 1973, been convicted of raping a child in the Lower East Side of New York. Hmm. What the fuck that is? In the Lower East Side. Yeah, I'm guessing. Another source had called in a tip. However, Owen's murder, stating Soto, a tip, after Owen's murder, Stating Soto was a potential suspect. The tip was not pursued. Soto had separated from his wife, had been separated from his wife for like years. But upon uh, reconciling, he had discovered that she was pregnant with another man's child. Aww. Aww. Bummer. Get this. You ready for, for, for the twist, the plot twist? 
I'm ready. I was for this one, too. She gave birth to a black baby. Oh, fuck nuggets. Named him Leroy Washington Fontaine Jones. No, she no, didn't. I was <laughs> like, that is not true. <laughs> but it would have been hilarious. <laughs> well, he freaked out, justifiably so. Later, he would publicly, publicly say he was okay with everything. But as the child grew older, he became more and more erratic. When the child approached eight years old, he became increasingly violent. Between 1969, 69, dude, and 1970, Soto became uh, an off-and-on-again patient at the Manhattan State Hospital, where he was diagnosed as schizophrenic. Oh, there you go. He was an outpatient at Dunlap Manhattan Psychiatric Center in 1992, uh, from 1992 through 1973. Wow. Three days after Owen's murder, Soto was recommitted to the hospital. He was either released or escaped right before the surviving victim was attacked. Hmm. He returned and then was released three days later in spite of being in a psych psychiatric state or psychotic state so they're like you're crazy but hey you and you escaped go on your merry way it's been, you've been here for they three didn't days. give him a bus ticket to san diego thankfully they weren't that stupid like they did with <laughs> fucking carol cole so soto was admitted again in april of 1973 and was technically confined during cooper's murder however manhattan state hospital admits it is possible he evaded confinement that's the actual quote from him. He, <laughs> it's possible. As he'd done it before. Wow, dude. That one there I was also prepped for, and all I could do while, while I was being told that part of it. Is laugh? Is laugh. Going, let me get this right. You work at a nut hut. It's possible. <laughs> Your job is to keep all the nuts in the hospital. Yeah, together. Yep. And uh, keep them. The, the place needs to be secure. Mm-hmm. He's schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just got a case of the blues. Mm-hmm. And he may have done it because he's evaded confinement before. Is he like the ghost? Is he Batman? Goes to the Batcave? What the hell? Fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Soto, while at Bellevue Hospital, admitted to killing Cooper. But he did not admit to any other murders. He claimed God told him he must turn little boys into girls. Dr. John Bear, what the fuck kind of name is that? Jesus, I wouldn't go to this guy. His name is Dr. John Bear Train. I'm going to let that name sit with you for just a fucking second. I am so glad you just read that now because I could hear the jokes if you had known that in advance. Jesus Christ. There's so many. They're, You're going to jump they, on the bear train. <laughs> there's so many jokes in my mind right now. They're all trying to force their way out and they cause the blockage. <laughs> anyway, he's a psychologist said the history and the nature of his psychosis is. Uh, is it renders him to be a dangerous person. He is in need of constant surveillance when he's out in society on his own. He literally, he's literally a walking time bomb. So keep it in mind, they know this shit. He knows that he's evaded confinement. And they're still kind of like... It's possible. It's possible. I mean, he, hold on. Hey, Mike, Mike, he's done that before. Yeah, he has, like a couple times. Room check. 
halftime not there. No, that's possible. Yeah, yeah he could have done that <laughs> shit. But hey, he's only, you know, he's just attacking young black kids in, in Harlem, so we don't fucking care. Yeah. Less than 4% of serial killers have attempted to use insanity as a defense, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And Rosoto would become one of the four who were successfully able to plead insanity. He was deemed not guilty by reason of insanity and remanded permanently to a high-security psychiatric facility where it's believed he remains to this day. So he, he might still be alive. It's possible he could have evaded, though. Privacy laws prevented us from knowing for sure, yeah. which makes sense because she actually checked. And she said, they won't tell me if he's dead or alive because the privacy laws in that state. I'm like, Motherfuckers, tell them this is important shit. Police are satisfied satisfied the killer was caught despite lack of solid evidence. Because the the murder stopped after Soto was in custody, he will never be charged or stand trial for the other murders due to his severe mental instability. I was going to say he can't be because he was insane with the first one. Correct. For this reason, the cases remain open. Yeah. So I got some questions. But that one wasn't his. But why the shoes? Why take the shoes? That's my question. I have no idea. We can't question him. I know. I wish we could. I know. Me too. New York has some strict fucking laws from what I understand. I've looked once or twice trying to get in there, and they got some pretty strict laws, especially when it comes to psychiatric wards. Like prisoners, we could probably get in to see a lot of prisoners, but get into the nut hut. There's a will, there's a way. Work on that shit. I'll go. we'll, We'll fly out there. I don't give a shit. So yeah, you keep telling me that, but whatever. It has to be worth my while. I'm not going to go out there just to fucking jerk off. I'd do that here. So I got some questions. Do you think Soto committed all the murders, or was there one more killer? I do not believe that there was, except for that last one, I don't believe was a part of it. I Correct. think that was a total one-off. I agree, because the, the, the M.O., was totally different. Was totally different. I mean, he was slashed as opposed to stabbed. His genitals weren't removed. His shoes weren't removed. Right. None of that shit. Now, as far as the other one, I don't know if he did, but whoever did, I think it was only one person. I agree. Because um, you, you don't normally, and I'm not saying it's impossible. So like I said before, I, I, I work on possibility and probability. Right. Anything in the world is possible. The Loch Ness Monster, Nessie, is Possible. Time travel is possible. Time travel is possible. Probability, fairly low. Yeah. So the probability of Soto changing that much. Yeah, there's no way. Especially, especially with his mental disorder. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say exactly the same thing. He's, he's, he's a, with a mental disability that severe, they are routine. Yes. I mean, they follow a pattern specifically because they have to. Yeah, exactly. So, no, he didn't uh, yeah, veer. He didn't do that last one. Mm-hmm. No, if, he, if he did... But I, have you noticed with every unsolved case we do, they always throw in one that they always say is a possibility, but we always look at each other and say, no, it's not it. And this next one that was written doesn't apply. Because we just talked about it. If he committed it, why the change in the MO? Because he didn't do the last Yeah, he didn't. He didn't at all. I I saw that one coming a mile away. But um, it's possible that he was responsible. Yeah, it's just not probable for that last one. No, no, no. I'm just saying that last one was not even. Yeah, because there's a big difference between the act of stabbing. 
And slashing. And slashing. That's that's. And way if you different. have already established it's a different an, tool too, yeah, a razor blade as opposed to a knife. Yeah, it's a way different. And if tool. you've already established an mo and you're psycho of removing somebody's genitalia, you will not not do it again. Right. Yeah. At bare minimum, you're going to mutilate it. Exactly. You might leave it there. You might not take it away, but you're definitely going to mutilate. Yeah. It. So, do you think in in a racially charged environment, his wife having a Black baby was a trigger combined with his diagnosis, seeing the victims all resembled his wife's child Could be. in age. Could be. Could have been a catalyst. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it says mm-hmm. gender and, and yeah, and I agree. I think I think so too. Yeah. That's definitely a a possibility. That is a yeah, that's a high possibility high probability there. Right. And that's that's what I would think too, because given his diagnosis. I was gonna say if you take into consideration his mental disease his disease, yes. Right. That makes perfect sense. It uh it plays out differently in his head mm-hmm. than what really what life Exactly. Exactly actually happens. Yeah. So I would agree. I think that, that had a that, that was a big And since they blow. stopped after he Yeah. I can believe that he was responsible. Right, right, right. So I'm glad that we're in agreement on all this shit because, yeah, that last killing's not his. Yeah, no. As soon as you said sliced, uh, slashed, and not stabbed, I was like, that's not his. Yeah, no. And then when you said the genitalia were removed, I'm like, definitely not his. Definitely not his. Mm -mm. Not a fucking chance in hell. No, not at all. You want to add some shit to this? No, that was actually a pretty bizarre one. Pretty bizarre, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But then, I mean, because I was a little thrown off by the fact that the suspect was described as a lighter colored, you know, Hispanic as opposed to an African-American person, darker skinned person, Just because usually they usually don't, yeah. you know, veer out, especially with younger victims, veer outside of their race. Correct. However, with the catalyst that he was punishing his <laughs> wife's child, that makes sense now. Yeah, because, you know, in in. If you're looking at the bodies in situ. Yes. These are young. Age comparable yes. children to his wife's illegitimate, illegitimate yes. kid, so it makes yeah, perfect it kind sense. of all makes sense. Yeah, and, and in all... the mind of a paranoid schizophrenic, totally makes sense. Yeah, that that would definitely follow down that yeah. road. All right, remember, send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check out the website at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs, get all the info and. None of my bullshit. That helps. It does. Check out our Patreon page. Help a brother out. What else we got? Oh, yeah. This show's copyright 2022. Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.